to the Simply Healthy You podcast, your place for overcoming overwhelm with your health to reach your fullest potential. I'm your host, Casey Kane, and I am so pumped to have you here. I'm a recovering burnt out high achiever who was diagnosed with an autoimmune thyroid condition by my early 30s. I didn't realize that running myself ragged in the name of being superwoman and determined to achieve all the things in life was killing my body. I created this podcast so that you don't have to continue the struggle like I did for over a decade. I sat down, studied the data, and simplified what it means to prioritize your own health needs so that you can be the best for all the things on your to-do list. Everything you hear on this podcast, I have tested and implemented in my own super-packed life with my family to bring you the tips, tools, and strategies that will keep your life simply healthy. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Simply Healthy You podcast. I'm so grateful to be infiltrating your brain with today's topic. As I mentioned on Instagram the other day, I am going to be starting product reviews here on the podcast to help educate and inform you on things you might be considering using or are already using in your life and the impact they might be having on your health. I get asked this question all the time and I found it really hard to answer on Instagram. I got asked about products that I use all the time, brands, food, you know, packaged foods, things like that. And I really do feel like it it needs to be given more due diligence than just a 2200 character caption or a quick reel on Instagram. I think it's important that you understand exactly why I might recommend or not recommend a product. So here we are taking to the podcast and giving you the full rundown on some of the products that you are using or looking to use. One thing that I would, I thought would be critical to go over first is third party testing and a certificate of analysis or a COA and the importance of them in making these decisions. You'll hear me reference these things all the time on the product reviews. And I want to make sure you understand exactly what they are. Uh, Not everyone is familiar with these things. And this is a way for you to understand whether or not a company is pulling stuff out of their ass just to sell you a product or if they can actually stand behind the claims that they are making about a particular product. So you can yourself look for and or ask companies for this information. It is not something that only providers can get, you know, like there's nothing special about me getting this information is more of what I'm trying to say here than you getting this information for yourself. As a consumer, you are able to ask companies for this information if you are thinking about purchasing a product from them and want to be sure that it meets the standards that you are looking for. A COA is basically a document that manufacturers produce that verifies the claims they are making about their product. It is a document from an accredited laboratory that confirms that a regulated product meets certain specifications and contains the test results performed. For example, if you are buying a supplement that claims to reduce inflammation, right? Let's say you're going to buy a turmeric supplement, one of the trendy ones right now, and they're claiming that they reduce inflammation and relieve pain from migraines, you would want the COA to say, that the product has been independently tested by a third-party lab to show that it does indeed reduce inflammation leading to migraines, that it reduces migraines. I mean, any version of that claim, you would want the COA to say, hey, it's been tested by a third party. And yes, in fact, it did lead to a reduction in you know the, the population that we studied it in and what specific cases it was tested in. You know, There should be some information there as to how it was tested, who it was tested with. And you 
would want to see that it reduces pain from migraines as well, because that's part of the claim that they're making, right? Without that information, you're just taking the company's word for it. And we unfortunately live in a day and age where we can't rely on that because companies lie all the fucking time, all the time, just to sell their products and have great marketing and everything else. And they pick up on a trend. And especially when we're looking at supplements, especially when we're looking things like diet food and packaged foods, I mean, they will pick up on a trend, label it something, and just put it out there for the masses. And many of us have fallen victim to that, not really knowing and thinking that we could trust companies. And maybe companies that were once trustworthy then got greedy and decided that they were going to start cutting corners and not actually putting the things in their products that were making the difference in the first place, right? That's definitely happened in, in a number of cases. Now, every company is not required to have these. So you may ask a company that you're looking to purchase from for a COA and they won't have them. There's no sort of requirement to have them. It is good business practice because at any point a consumer can ask you for that. Um, or even, you know, for these companies who are selling to other independent retailers to resell their product, you know, and, and do like a wholesale system, any company, any person can ask them for a COA at any point to verify the claim. So it is a smart business practice, but it's not required. There's no, uh, legislation or anything that says that they need to have third-party testing in order to uh, you know, be able to sell their product. It can be difficult for some manufacturers to follow every material that goes into a final product, which you know, we could see the challenges there. There are some companies who use a lot of ingredients in their final product when you're looking at some of these things. Now, I don't know if those are necessarily ones that we're going to want to be purchasing anyway when it's that hard to track all of the ingredients. Is it something that we want to be using? I don't know. You know, there's a lot of things that could fall into that category. Um, and so in a, in a way, this also requires that manufacturer to rely on the companies that are providing those materials for those ingredients. And whether or not that company requests COAs from the companies of their ingredients or the materials that they're using first is up to their own business practices and whether or not they care about the quality of their final end product. So you can see how for, you know, more complicated products and products with a lot of different components to it, this can be a little bit hard, um, a little bit time consuming. It can be costly. You know, it's going to slow down the manufacturing process. So there are definitely some challenges to following the ingredients. But at the end of the day, I still say that if a company wants to stand behind their product, it's best business practices to follow this, to ask for COAs when they are buying ingredients, materials, whatever from another company, and to they themselves also provide COAs for their final end products. COAs are costly. They are time consuming. It's not a fast process. It can be harder for some companies to get them done. And this is something that you would want to keep in mind when you're looking at purchasing from small businesses in particular, because you know it doesn't always mean that a company is being shady about their product in the case of small businesses where they might not have the funds, they might not have the time or the manpower to be sending things out to third-party labs to be able to get 
their products tested. There are definitely a number of small businesses that I have purchased from that don't have COAs yet. One of them recently just announced on their website that they are now providing COAs. They have them all posted right on their website. So now you can see that in fact, the products you have been using and the claims that they have been making all this time do actually stand up to independent third-party lab testing, which is great right? I think it's great that they took that initiative to do it. They have a lot of customers and consumers who have trusted them. They've built trust with their customers. And now they're saying, you know, like we, now that we're at a place where we can afford to be able to do this, we're still doing it anyway. Even though you trust us, we're still doing it anyway. That is good business practice. Those are the people that you want to be buying from. And like I said, I purchased from this particular company before they had COAs available, but I did a ton of research. So it does take us more time as a consumer when a COA is not available. So that is is a little bit challenging. It doesn't always mean that a company is being shady uh, about their product quality, but I would encourage you to really do your research into those companies that do not have COAs. One of many times we've seen companies say they are holding their products to quote, higher than industry standards, right? I think you have probably come across that before. I know that I've seen this and the companies are just bullshitting us, right? Later on, we find out that their testing was shit and they lied. There are some major diet companies out there that are pulling this kind of crap saying that we are not certified organic. Um, there's a particular shake that they sell a lot of that I may at one point have uh, worked for the MLM. <laughs> just a couple of hints there. They say that they hold them, themselves to higher standards than what certified organic would be in because they cultivate their ingredients from all over the world, that they don't have, you know, organic standards in some of the countries where they're getting their blah, 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 right? Uh, there, This has happened with essential oil companies. There's a couple of mainstream essential oil companies that I would definitely caution against. Uh, not that all of their stuff is terrible, but there have been instances and situations where there may be synthetics in some of their oils, some of their more higher demand oils, but they say that they have their own uh, testing process within the company that is higher standards than an independent third-party lab. And I, that's just, it's just crap. I mean, people are greedy and crappy sometimes. And if they wanted to do it the right way, they would be sending it out to someone else because a stranger essentially in a lab testing their products is much more reliable than than any company setting up their own testing. Whether they have good intentions or not, they may have great intentions and want to hold themselves to a higher standard. It just doesn't look great. There's no way for us to be able to trust because the people that you have hired to do the testing are paid with your dollars for your product. <laughs> like it just, it doesn't, it, it, it is not the most reliable way for it to happen. This is why independent lab testing has become almost a non-negotiable for companies when they can afford it, because it will set their products above the rest in their niche. You know, for the essential oil companies who do send their products out to be tested by a third-party lab that you know, they are, they are not affiliated with anyone within the company at all. Like that, those are the companies that I now buy from now that I know better, right? We can do better when we know better. Now that I know better, I don't buy from those MLM and mainstream essential oil companies that say that they're doing their own testing. Now, again, that doesn't mean that all of their stuff is crap and I'm not saying that, but I can't trust them. And I'm not going to sit there and try to figure out which of their products are actually authentic and which ones are not. 
I'm going to go to a different company who's doing the work and putting it, the effort in on their end to verify that their products are actually what they say they are. So what is it that's included in a COA that makes them so helpful? Why is this information so helpful? So the FDA, while not my favorite organization ever, does outline requirements for COAs, even though the COAs themselves are not required. But the the outline is, is very useful for what kind of information would be in there. So there's typically supplier information where like the materials and ingredients are coming from, There's materials identification. What are the actual things that went into the product? There's transportation data. There's evidence of conformance (laughs) and the signature data. The evidence of conformance is the most important section for you to look at as a consumer. This is where it states the specific characteristics that were tested by the lab, the results of that testing or other evidence in in terms of industry standards, right? Sometimes it's maybe not specific testing, but maybe there's other industry standards that they measured the product against. Uh, Any sort of regulatory requirements or customer-specific requests would all be within the evidence of conformance section of the COA. And then the performance standards expected may also be listed there. So again, comparing it to the claims of what the product is is meant to accomplish. So my example before uh, the turmeric supplement, right? The claims were reducing my migraines, uh, reducing pain, things like that, that would be listed in this section alongside what the testing standards were, what kind of what the results were of the testing, any sort of regulatory requirements or things like that in this section. So that's really the most important section you want to look at when you're looking at a COA is that evidence of conformance, because that's where you're going to have, again, that third party testing that's going to tell you whether or not this product is what the company says it is. You do also want to check the signature data. This includes or this indicates that the evidence was presented and reviewed by a qualified and authorized product inspector. This is something that you can further look up. You know, you can go to Google and look up this lab or this person and make sure that they don't have any affiliations with the company that had the lab testing. There are cases where it looks like if you didn't Google anything, it looks like this person is from a completely separate lab outside of a company. When in fact, there are labs that are affiliated with certain companies and those companies always send all of their products to certain places and send them money for funding, right? Like they, they're directly funded or, you know, that kind of thing from the company itself. Well, that's, that's not always a conflict of interest. Again, I'm not talking in absolutes in this episode, but things to be mindful of. It's not always a conflict of interest, but a lot of the times it is, right? If the lab is receiving funding from the company, well, there's a good chance that the lab is going to want to make sure that the data comes out the way the company needs it to, to show that the product is effective, useful for whatever claims they are making, because who wants to lose their fund? This is something in the signature data. You can look up the particular person, the lab that they are affiliated with, and make sure that they are not associated with the original company at all, um, providing the COA and that it is a true third-party independent lab that is doing the testing. Now, There are definitely issues with COAs as they are just a snapshot in time of what a company offers. Just because they had products that passed testing at some point doesn't mean they didn't change their practices in subsequent lots, right? There is lot numbers and things like that on the COAs. This would be a really crappy way of doing business, but 
it's not like it's never happened before, right? And customer complaints would be high. Refunds would likely ensue because the product would not be meeting expectations. But that doesn't mean that there aren't companies who do this, unfortunately. Like, again, we just, we have to be realistic about the world that we're living in. So always check the dates on your COAs to see how old they are. If companies are doing this properly, they should be getting COAs every time they have a new batch or a new lot, right? They do, you know, even supplement companies, they do produce things in batches and sometimes fairly large batches, which I I think is important for you to know as well when you're looking at product effectiveness, things that are sitting on a shelf for a long time, uh, especially if you're talking about food or supplements, uh, is probably not going to have the best effectiveness depending on how long it's sitting there and and when you're buying the product. Um, even some personal care products and things like that, you don't want these things sitting around for a long time. So always check the dates on the COAs to see how old they are. If that is the last batch that they ran, how long ago was that? And is the product that you're buying the same thing from that COA? This is something that Good companies with good practices will be updating regularly, so you should be able to get a recent COA from their most recent batch of product. Even if it's not the one you bought your product from, uh, you should be able to see their most recent batch of product. Another telling sign on whether a company actually cares about product quality or not, and whether they're just trying to do the bare minimum to make it look good for their consumers. One last thing I will note is that many companies will say they don't share COAs with the public because they contain proprietary information. And I call bullshit on this one. Uh, One of the first products that I actually have on my list to do a review on, on the podcast, one of the highly recommended or highly recommend, highly requested ones on my Instagram stories. When I asked you what you were looking for, what kind of products you wanted me to review, I went to the company's website as I was preparing my notes for that episode that I'm going to record in the future. And right in their frequently asked questions, it says, we do not provide COAs for this product because it contains proprietary information. Red flag, red flag. (laughs) If you see that, that is a red flag. COAs will contain ingredient lists, but they don't include exact recipes of products and formulations. It's not like someone could get the COA and exactly replicate that product from just the COA. And the ingredients should be listed out for you as the consumer to buy. So if the ingredients on the COA are different than the ingredients listed on the product and they don't want you to see that, Well, that's a problem, right? Legally, the company should have other things in place to protect them from someone copying their products, especially if they are a larger company. In the case of this first product review that I'm going to do, you are going to recognize the name of this company and you are going to recognize the product. Even if you've never used it yourself, you have likely heard of it from a very popular diet MLM. And so they, at this point, absolutely have things in place that if someone were trying to copy their product, they would be able to go after them in some way for trying to do that. So like, this is just a bullshit claim because they don't want people to see the COA because they're afraid to disclose it. They're afraid to disclose it to the public. That's a red flag in my opinion, because their ingredients, again, should already be listed on their website or on their product for customer transparency. And that is, 
is not proprietary information. That is good business. And for whatever reason, they don't want people to see that COA. Well, maybe because their product didn't meet the standards that they are claiming on their packages. Again, I I just think that's a red flag. You should be privy to that information if you are going to be consuming this product, especially. I mean, most of these things, you're talking about things you use in your home, things that you put on your skin, that you wash yourself with, talking about things that you're consuming, food, supplements that you're taking. These are things that you should have full transparency on the ingredients that are included in it and the effectiveness of it, right? We're not going to know the dosage. We're not going to know the exact recipe, but that COA is going to tell you if when that product was tested, it did what it said it was going to do. Because, you know, if they're creating a a turmeric supplement that only has like, you know, a fraction of the turmeric in it, but they're saying like, hey, and then they cut it with a bunch of other crap to make it look like a, you know, little yellow sort of supplement, make you believe that it's actually doing something. And then it's actually, and and it's not right. The COA is going to tell you that. And if they don't have a COA or they're not, they're not willing to provide it uh, red flag, in my opinion, I wouldn't be buying from that company. So do what you will with this information. I hope it helps you in understanding more about the products you are using in your life and making sure that they meet your standards. There are always going to be places where we're going to be flexible, where we know like, Hey, I'm not buying the highest quality product here. And I don't really trust this company, but I like this one thing. And I, and you know, this one thing is going to be the place where I'm flexible in my life. I always believe in flexibility, you know that. And so I think it's just important to know this information that if you're like, Hey, that I'm not sure if I'm willing to be flexible on that product. Like that's something I'm going to use every single day or multiple times a day. I want to know what that is. I want to know if it's effective, I want to know if it's safe, then get a COA and contact the company. And again, if it's a good company, if they're looking at doing good business, they will be more than happy to provide that. Many of them would even have it available on their website. It just depends on, on how easy it is for them to continue updating that. Of course, with every review I will be doing on the podcast, I will be looking for these COAs from companies and giving you the rundown on what those say. I'm going to go through it with you and I'm going to tell you if they don't have it or in the case of this, the first product review, that I plan to do where they said on their frequently asked questions that they don't provide it. I can't wait to start doing these reviews for you. I've, like I said, I've started to write up my notes and things, and I can't wait to start recording them and go through them with you so that you can make more informed decisions about the products that you are using in your everyday life. Uh, feel free to keep sending in your ideas. I've gotten lots of requests on Instagram already, but please send in any products, any companies, anything that you want me to review. It can run the gamut from food and nutrition stuff to personal care products. I'm going to cover it all. There are so many areas where I have tried to reduce toxins from my life and that of my families and in my home, uh, you know, everything from furniture to paint to supplements and food products. Like I have a wide range of recommendations and things to look for on a lot of these things. So feel free to keep sending in your reviews that you want me to do, and I will get to them all as fast as I possibly can because I'm really excited to add this to the podcast. As always, thanks for listening, and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Simply Healthy You podcast. If these episodes are resonating with you, go ahead and click that subscribe button and leave a review with all the great nuggets that you're taking away from today's episode. I promise you, I read every single one of them as your feedback is really valuable to me in creating future episodes. As your host, I look forward to having you join me for the next episode. But in the meantime, remember, keep it simple and eat more plants.